Hello everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Thursday to you all. I hope that you're having a fantastic day, whether your day is just beginning in the end or towards the middle. Whenever you are deciding to listen to this, I hope that your day is going well. Um, It's so weird that today is Thursday because I feel like it should be Friday. I feel like the last few days have just been so long and not necessarily in a negative way, just long. They just feel long. And it might be because um, since you're getting deeper into the year, it is becoming darker sooner and it just feels like time is going so long because it's darker. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, um, yeah, I just, uh, so it's interesting that it's Thursday. Um, if you're new here, you may not know that Thursdays are my favorite days. They just are, you know, you're so close to the weekend yet you still have just enough time to get work done. Feel like you have things wrapped up before you could take a complete break on the weekend or at least a mini one and just de-stress and let things go. So, um, and also I am in the habit of offering prayer on Thursdays. I've been doing that for a long time and uh, I love it. So anyway, happy Thursday. Um, If you're having a hard day, I always encourage everyone to do the five minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes, take more if you have it, but take five minutes to reset, reboot, restart, come back to baseline, to just kind of like take a break from any burden, stress, issues, or problems that you are currently dealing with. Take a break from those, restart your day right then and there. It's a really big shift and change in your mindset that can be so amazing because letting everything just pile on top of you, um, any stress or any burdens that you're carrying around, it can really drag you down and be debilitating and prevent you from being able to um, succeed and win the rest of your day and really actually enjoy it. So I encourage you to... Um, yeah, take that break. And also, if you are dealing with some problems that you need to solve, I uh, like directly with someone else, I encourage you maybe take part of your uh, reset time to problem solve those things, come up with a resolution and be able to go back to that person, provide a resolution and move on from that problem. Um, The other thing I always ask people to do is to come up with at least four things that you are grateful for. Big things, small things, medium-sized things. It doesn't matter. You can literally be grateful for every single thing in your entire life. Um, And you can be grateful for having time to go grocery shopping. You can be grateful for having an extra day on your weekend because of a holiday. You can be grateful for getting something in the mail that you've been looking forward to. You can be grateful for reconnecting with a friend for after not talking to them for quite some time. It doesn't matter what it is. You can be grateful for so many things, which makes the list almost literally endless and that's amazing so you should have no trouble coming up with at least four things to list out and then last but not least make sure that you're feeling at least neutral if not positive about the rest of your day because after going over your gratitude list and just taking a break from everything hopefully you had a perspective change mindset shift so that you're able to focus more on the positives in your life than the negative and I really believe that focusing more on those positive blessings that are still happening in your life despite any negatives that are dragging you down or trying to make you feel like you're drowning, um, that you can focus in on the positive and that'll help you get through all of that negative crap that might be piling up in your life. Believe me, I understand that problem. But I do hope on this Thursday that you actually are having a great day. Just a reminder that this week we are talking about the top 10 questions 
you should ask yourself on the regular. And today, Thursday, the two questions that we are going to briefly go over are what negative self-beliefs do you have to unlearn and what do I need to add or subtract? So let's go ahead and just jump right in. The questions we are going to go over today are ones that have to do with mostly getting rid of things in your life. It can be amazing to add hobbies, positive habits, and shifted mindsets to your life for that uplifting effect, but it can also be super therapeutic to remove things from your life too. And it just, it feels kind of like a cleanse, you know? And I don't mean in a weird way, but in a way of just being like, wow, I'm just going to like rid these things of my life, feel a little bit more freedom, um, feel a little bit um, more clear and um, just just free. I just love the idea of getting rid of stuff. It's just like clutter in your mind, clutter in your life, you know, clutter in your relationships even sometimes. You just need to clear it out and start over and not necessarily fill it with new things right away, but just to like give you room to breathe, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, there are even things in your life that are fine to have for a season and then remove at the appropriate time. So I'm not saying that everything that you're going to remove means that it was bad for you. It just means that it is no longer needed for you at this time or that it was bad and it just doesn't need to be there anymore. So because we definitely all go through different seasons of our life where things are super helpful at one time and then we no longer need it. It's just taking up space. It's taking up time and it's it's not really helpful anymore and it's actually becoming more um, not hurtful but kind of hurtful. You know, it's getting in the way and it's really good to, um, you know, move on from those things in a way. So let's jump into our first question, that is, what negative self-beliefs do you have to unlearn? So negative self-beliefs, also known as limiting beliefs, can impact your self-esteem, your feelings about what you are capable of doing and completing, and your relationships with others. And it could definitely affect a myriad of different other things, but those are just the ones that I wanted to bring up and mention um, because they're pretty big deals. You know, having negative self-beliefs affect your relationship with others, which could be your family, your friends, um, your partner, and just really wrecking those things because the power of your mind and what you think about yourself is so strong and really just seeps into everything and it seeps into how you are as a person and how you treat others um, because even if you do believe in treating others better than you treat yourself, it still can be um, a weight to bear for others, especially someone as close as like a partner to have to, um, for lack of a better word, deal with the feelings that you have about yourself because it affects your whole mood and attitude and how you live your life. So um, yeah, affecting relationships, affecting um, you know your self-esteem, of course, the way you think about yourself affects that greatly. And then what you're capable of doing and completing because if you see yourself as a failure, as someone that is not going to accomplish much, you know, you're going to be more down in the dumps and negative about yourself. So some examples of limiting beliefs are fear of failure, feeling not good enough, feeling unlovable, fear of rejection, feeling like a failure. Oh, I put that one twice. <laughs> I mean, it's a big deal. Like, it's a big deal. Um, feeling like an outsider and feeling like everything is your fault. That one, like, hit me hard 
And it's just like, uh, I do walk around with that limiting belief that everything is my fault because I feel responsible for people because I have issues with codependency. Like, it, I'm sure I'm not alone in this. But yeah, it's such a struggle. And if you identify with any of those things that you're struggling with, then of course that you are dealing with negative self-beliefs, limiting beliefs that could be getting in the way of you living a better, richer, more freedom-filled life that we all should definitely be living. And, you know, this is the type of question that might need to be asked on a regular basis until you are able to manage any negative beliefs that continue to pop up and try to dominate your headspace. So I'm not going to tell you that you can ask yourself this question once or even once every single day for the next week or two and then feel completely free, feel like you are um, changed um, and altogether better because you ask yourself this question every single day for a week or two, it's, it could definitely take more time than that. Now, I'm not saying that after two weeks of asking yourself this question every single day and coming up with honest answers that there isn't going to be change or you might not or that you won't feel better. You probably will if you actually put the forethought and time into it. Um, but I'm not saying that any of these things are going to be overnight because something about because of uh, any work that you're going to do towards um, changing your mindset and your belief system is definitely a lot of good hard work that you are in for. And that's important because you want to change it for the long term and not just for the temporary. You know, you don't want to just feel good for two weeks and then go back to it and then and then feel like you probably wasted your time or it didn't work. No, you want to do it for the long haul and make sure you're continually implementing those questions and um, the way that you think about yourself and how you manage your mindset so that you can um, not have to be so micromanaging in those things at some point in the future and just naturally be able to manage those feelings and emotions and, um, and move on from them quicker than maybe you are right now because they're so dominant in your mind and I understand that because maybe you don't necessarily deal with all of the examples that I gave which again there are still many more examples obviously since I accidentally listed one twice but uh, fear of failure is important but um, yeah so it's just important to take the time and energy to actually work on moving through those things and becoming free from it so that you are not dominated by it forever and ever and always that that's not what anyone wants so um but once you're able to identify your negative self-beliefs you should take the time to ask yourself why you are believing those thoughts and if anyone's previous opinions have contributed to those thoughts as well so try to come up with any evidence that backs up any of your negative claims which you probably won't be able to and understand that these negative beliefs are probably formed from someone else's opinion and or something that you shouldn't have taken personally i understand that that whole paragraph that i just said to you can seem like like i, I like i'm attacking you and I'm not. It can seem like some hard truths for you to accept, and I get that. Um, but I am here 
to share the hard truths. Like for reals, because if we aren't able to be open and honest with ourselves and have those come to Jesus moments with ourselves, then no one else is going to be able to do it. You know, people might try and they might do a good job, but honestly, you need to be able to do it for yourself as well. Like how can you be honest with other people if you can't be honest with yourself, right? And you grow and become a better, stronger version of yourself if you are able to be honest with yourself and work on the things that need work. And that's okay. No one's perfect. We're all on a journey of our own to become our best selves continually all the time. No one's made it. No one will make it until we all leave this earth and go to heaven. So just understand that we're all a work in progress and that is a-okay. But yes, so once you ask yourself this question and you're able to identify some limiting beliefs that you have about yourself, take the time. Take the time and ask yourself, why? Why are you believing these things? And what evidence do you have to actually show that you are a failure, that you are an outsider, that you, you know, everything is your fault or that you're unlovable? Like, what's the actual evidence that you have and generally you won't be able to come up with any like you might try to weasel your way out with some excuses like oh I'm unlovable because no one will date me or or I've been with a couple guys lately and they never told me I love you but I always said it first which could be definitely different problems all in themselves with those kind of things or you say that you're a failure because you've never actually accomplished any of your goals but maybe you haven't accomplished any of your goals because you've given up too soon or maybe you didn't have the right mindset or um, opportunity and the right things to actually start going after those goals, right? Or maybe it wasn't the right goal for you. That's totally fine. Um, And maybe you feel like everything is your fault because you have decided to overstep your bounds and become responsible for what everyone else is doing and that is not your responsibility, nor is it your job and not something healthy that you should be doing at all all. So you really have to take the time to take a step back and see all of these things that you believe about yourself from a different perspective. Actually ask yourself why. Really think on the fact if you believe these things because someone else told you them, like someone tell you you're a failure. Did they tell you that everything is your fault? Did they tell you that you're unlovable? You know? And or do you feel like you were continually rejected by the same person or the same type of people? Like if you hear those things and then just immediately soak them in and believe them as like the truths of the world it's still not true because it's just someone's opinion it is someone's opinion opinion and I feel like that's one of the hardest things for us all to understand and to let sink into our mind that we are letting ourselves be controlled by someone else's opinion And whether that other person knows it or not, it doesn't matter because if they are trying to manipulate you into thinking that what they're saying is correct, that's okay. That's a problem in itself, but you still don't have to believe them if you're able to strengthen your mind enough to realize that I don't have to believe what other people are saying about myself because I'm in charge of how I believe of what I think about myself and that's all that matters. Now, easier said than done. I understand because I have a problem with people rejecting me and judging me and what they think about me. However, I'm slowly trying to get over that because it is really debilitating to always feel um, 
pushed down by all those things. You just, you feel like you can't get up. You feel like you have to crawl and then climb your way up because you're so afraid of what people are saying or what they have said to you. But honestly, if you can find the strength in yourself to continually practice not letting those things get to you, realizing that what they're saying is their opinion, not truth, no matter how skilled or experienced they are in the thing that they're talking about, it doesn't matter. It's still an opinion and you can still choose to think differently and believe differently and keep on keeping on with you and become a stronger person and move on from what they're saying and decide not to believe what they're saying and not give them any more power than they need. Because if you do believe them wholeheartedly and take it to heart, you're just giving them more power in what they said and it allows them to be more confident in doing it to other people. Do you know what I mean? So it's important for you to realize that yes, maybe you're just letting the negative thoughts in your mind fester and take over or you're letting someone else's opinion um, form how you feel about yourself or you took something too personally and that could be if you feel like you're an outsider because you weren't invited to certain things maybe it's because they didn't know you wanted to be invited or maybe it was some sort of miscommunication or maybe they just feel like uh, they only have certain people that they want to spend time with and that's okay that doesn't make you an outsider it just means that you're not part of that group or you know maybe maybe at some point you were um, not chosen for something. So you, uh, and that happened several times over and you have this fear of rejection. Well, maybe it's just because you just weren't qualified or they were looking for something else or it just wasn't right for you and it wasn't meant for you. And if to continue to persevere and move forward so that you can get to the thing that you actually are meant to be doing, right? Hindsight is twenty twenty. So I would encourage you that if you don't believe anything that I'm saying about this, look back in your life at all the times where you're disappointed or things didn't necessarily go how you want it in the moment, but see where that journey took you and how you probably may have regret trying to force some of those things to happen. I'm, I'm, do that exercise. I promise you, you'll come up with something and be like, oh, right. So just think about it, right? So talk to yourself about those truths and realize that you're just continually feeding yourself those limiting beliefs when you could just slowly but surely work on, work on letting those things go. So our next question is, what do you need to add or subtract in your life? This question is much, much easier for you to ask yourself and figure out because it's more of just a simple evaluation of what habits need to be added into your life, like meditation, exercise, supplements, or time with supportive friends. Of course, it will be much easier to add things into your life than it will be to edit out, but it's important to make the effort to edit out anything that causes you stress, mental or physical harm, that distracts you from doing what you actually need to be doing, or things that aren't helping you reach your goals. So I'm definitely not going to go on and on about this question because it's very simple, straightforward. You know, what do you need to add and what do you need to subtract? Obviously adding those fun hobbies that I mentioned, like 
working out, you know, getting on your supplement vitamin game and hanging out with supportive people and doing those kind of things, those things will probably be a little bit easier for you. They're going to be fun to be like, oh, I can figure out how to add a game night every month with my friends so I can spend time with them. And I can figure out how to get my supplements in order so that I can um, better my health um, per my doctor's suggestion or this, that, and the other, you know, those things are fun. But getting rid of things in your life is so much harder. So it's already hard enough to get rid of the physical um, possessions, material things that we have in our life um, by just trying to declutter our life in that matter, let alone trying to evaluate what people in our life and what relationships we might need to take a step back from because it's just not being helpful or it's actually causing more harm than good or it's possible that we need to cut out bad habits like if you do any sort of excessive drinking or smoking or um maybe you hang out or back to the relationships maybe you hang out with people that aren't the best influence um maybe you have a lot a lot of limiting beliefs and you need to really work on cutting those things out of your life Um, and there are so many other things that could be happening that you just need to cut out of your life that is causing you stress or mental physical harm or just distracts you in general maybe you need to cut those things out now let me preview this with saying that maybe you just need to cut out some things temporarily and then other things for the long haul. So let's say that you are just finding it so distracting to have a TV in your bedroom because it doesn't allow you to get enough sleep and you don't have any place to go and be calm and alone and have quiet time. So you decide to take the TV out of your bedroom for like three months to six months. Just enough time for you to get used to it not being in there and also to acclimate to the new kind of energy that will be in your room as opposed to when the TV was there, right? Um, So that could be something or let's say that you need to cut out certain food groups out of your diet because it'll help you heal whatever intestinal, gastrointestinal issue that you may be having and that's just a temporary thing. Maybe you need to take a break from certain friends for only a period of time because maybe they're going through something that's super tough but it's something that you tried to help with or be a friend about and you just can't and it's just it's hurting you a lot now too or maybe um, you just you just need some space from that person because what who they are what they represent is not really helping you heal from whatever you are dealing with you get the picture so um Sometimes when you cut things out of your life, you're not necessarily doing it forever. It could just be for a period of time or it could be forever, you know, for the foreseeable future. So it's up to you to figure out what that needs to, what needs to happen. But I do think this is a question you could ask yourself every single day of what do you need to add or subtract in your life? Because there's going to be days where you might not be able to come up with anything. There's going to be days where you come up with a lot of stuff. And there's probably going to be days where you come up with only one or the other, like adding things or subtracting things, right? Especially if you're going through seasons and you add something and the next season you need to remove it or vice versa so I just encourage you to really ask yourself this question and the previous question of what negative self-beliefs do you have to unlearn and it'll really help you to balance out what needs to be be in your life and what doesn't and how you think about yourself so well that's it you guys thank you so much for listening to the real positive girl podcast again my name is Sabrina I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and that it brought you a lot of 
knowledge and understanding and some hopefully deep thoughts for you to think about and questions to ask yourself, of course. Um, check the uh, description box for notes for the show and where to find me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo or at Real Positive Girl Podcast. My email address is also in the description box with the show notes. You can email me with any questions, comments, concerns, prior requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say, hey, hi, and hello, however you want to do it. And that's about it. I think I've talked enough. So until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.